Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. Tuesday, 7th of the 7th, 15. Wow. Eight years ago, this would have been such a fantastic <laughs> thing. Oh, I want to have this again in our lifetime. Anyway, I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Connor. We'll never have this one again in our lifetime either. Hello, Stuart Farrell. How are you? 15. Oh, good. That's good. Unless, yes. as science predicts, we're yes. going to live to about 150. Right. Work to 130 mm. <laughs> and enjoy the last 20 years of our uh, century and a half existences uh, with frozen heads on robot bodies. <laughs> Whatever it is they come up with. Who cares? <laughs> I have no interest in living to 150 yourself. Um, I don't know. As long as I enjoy my life, I'm happy to live. Don't you just think, like the Essendon Football Club, you, you'll end up just being totally drained. Wow. You'll just run out there and go, oh, God, another day of this. <laughs> It'll be so bad. Like you hear these predictions about Victoria and the population is going to be like 75 billion by the year 2050. And I could do the calculation and go, thank God I'm almost out of here by then. Because I don't want to be in Melbourne in 2050. And as usual, Stuart is studying the planning podcast on a very happy note and planning his own demise. Well, think about it. We have no forward-thinking politicians. We're back to this again. Yes. This has been a bit of a bugbear. Yeah. Right? What does bugbear mean? Well, it means exactly what you think it means. You've just used it in a sentence. I've so bugged a bear. No, I don't actually know what That's the, what where I'm it comes saying. from. No, no, no idea. Is it's one word? Bugbear. Bugbear. No, I have no idea about that one. Mm-hmm. No. Thank you. And <laughs> why, why is that a win for you? Neither <laughs> do you. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I just wanted. To, I ask you because I see you as the oracle. Uh, okay. You do not see me as the, the oracle. You see me as the all knowledge idiot. and all that is good. I don't. You paint yourself as that. No, what you do but is. But look, mm, Lauren, let's not bicker. Bickering okay. makes for bad uh, time shift radio. Oh, we don't want a bad time shift radio. No. That would be bad. Yeah. But, you know, the way things are progressing, yeah. we've seen what's come before us. Yeah. Right? So the, the land of milk and honey is now all but gone. The good times. Yeah. The, the, the times where the environment was, wasn't a concern. Everyone could get a job. Going overseas meant going overseas and discovering something and go, wow, mind-blowing. I thought you meant America was gone when you said the land of milk and honey was gone. No, I'm just saying the planet of milk and honey. Okay. You know, like... Um, oh, the the resource-rich, natural environment. About life where... has finished. Yes, but you see, that's a funny kind of nostalgia because with, fact. with progress... In certain areas comes all this awful other stuff, right? So you can't just say it was better 20 years ago because that is why people start doing things like not listening to doctors and not, not, you know, just kind of going completely into taking life into their own hands and... Living. No, no, I'm just saying you you can't, you know, 20 years, uh, 100 years ago, let alone 20 years ago, Medical advancements were nowhere near what they are now. You'd die of things then that you wouldn't die of now, But this now, is the point. The progress you talk of and the, the payoffs that we may have to endure mm. is what I exactly started this show on. I don't want to live to 150 no more because the point of living ain't there. Right. Cause right? The, well, what's the point of looking up in the sky and seeing spaceships flying around in a, in a black ball? You know, like there's like poison in the, in the sky. There's probably a glass dome. Or you just see like rockets flying to the next planet we're about to destroy. You're a very uh, sci-fi <laughs> imagination. I did catch half of Gattaca the other night. It could have something to do with that. <laughs> a very clean. Have you ever austere. seen? Yes. This is completely off topic. Okay. Have you ever seen Orphan Black? Oh no. 
It's a very good. Oh, uh, oh, it's, it's a Netflix. very good. It's a very good. Yes. What's it about? Quick. No, summary. can't tell you. Can't tell you the premise because you'll. You just got to discover it yourself. Trust me, it's extraordinary. It's about space. Nope. Because I don't like space. No, not about space. I want nothing to do with space. No, not about space. So being an astronaut, no interest. Oh no, no. You know these people that dream yeah, yeah. of going into the stars. Are there? You can keep the stars. No, no, you can keep the stars. I like, I like them. I like looking at them when it's dark and cold and um, I'm about to be warm. I like popping outside, putting the bins out and going, look at those stars. Gee, they're beautiful. And you go, you that, that, that's it. That's in, in the, the extent. City. No, what I'm saying mm. when you're not in the city. That you is put the bins the, out for other people in the country. I just drive around. Come on, darling, we're off to put the country <laughs> bins out. Just a couple of hours shot work. At. You're walking down these two-mile <laughs> driveways, people chasing you in the back of utes, spotlights. I'm just putting the bins out. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, look, spa- leave it to the birds, basically. Looks the like- birds enjoy space, do they? <laughs> well, do some uh, birds get into subspace. Yeah. That is a Pretty fact. Pretty sure they're not going fact. to the... <laughs> birds get into subspace. You can't just shout fact over somebody. Oh, I think then, I can. And then it's a thing. It is a thing. You know, but no, because imagine just hurtling into the nothing... Oh, you know there's With a, a bunch new, of people that can't speak English. You know there's a new Matt Damon movie called Martian. Oh, and what's that about? No, no, no. Pray tell. No, no. This one, I just, honestly, you're going you're gonna to break up with me right now, but I mm. love Matt Damon. <laughs> I was going to say, do you like Matt Damon? Yes, love Matt Damon. And oh. this movie is like, you know that one with Sandra Bullock where she goes into the middle I'm of still space? Still processing your last comment. By herself. Hmm. Uh you Gal- know, uh, Galactophonic. No, no, no. The one where she goes. Mm. She goes into space with George Clooney. What are you talking about? Have you seen the film? Oh, you know what? I've bought it. George about Clooney five is, times in the, is in the movie. I'm 3D, and my house keeps expiring because I keep falling asleep. George Clooney is in the movie for maybe four minutes. Um. Anyway, it's like a version. It's like it's it's kind of it looks like a bit like that. Only it's got galaxy. It, uh, yeah, that's it. And it doesn't just. Is it, is it Gal- galaxy? No, it's not called galaxy. It starts with G. Stop it. You're going to drive me crazy. Everyone's screaming at us right now. Mm. This is the worst thing to listen to when someone can't remember something. It that is. You can. And we do it daily. We do. Uh, anyway, it, uh, it looks really amazingly amazing. And I. It's shot by some guy who's really good at it. Yeah, that's true. Welcome to the film show no, here at Stuart No, but Small. hang on. Who are you, what, what are yeah, you talking about? I think they use cameras on this one. <laughs> no, Martian is is amazingly put together. It's, it's. Have you seen it? No, I've seen so many trailers for it. You know how I go to... You go to trailer binges. Trailer binges. Hmm. Like I just go to appletrailers.com Don't we call or whatever them, it is. Can we just pull back there? Yeah. Don't we call them previews? Yes, but I didn't... We go through preview binges. Preview we don't binges. see trailers. It just didn't sound right. It didn't sound like anyone would know what I meant. Everyone, you put the video cassette in the machine, <laughs> you track it, and then you go, all right, shh, the previews are starting. <laughs> anyway. Comes, remember the uh, Long Road to China? It used to be the one that was on before every movie. No. Oh, Tom Selleck, The Long Road to China. I said, no. It featured him in a uh, <clears throat> like a Red Baron-type plane shooting something and... No. Every movie I seemed to hire back in those days had the long road to China. Oh, that's pretty Featuring Tom Selleck. That, that carbon dates you. Anyway, hey, so. I was born in 73. No, I'm just saying it, that that's a good way of like knowing because there was something. I had something July. similar the other day. Hmm. Yeah, I know. It's your nearly birthday. Happy nearly birthday. Hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> anyway. Um, so. Hmm. What the hell are we talking about? Anyway, this this the Matt Damon, I think it was. Matt the Damon movie mm. 
looks like it's actually really good. And I don't, I'm with you. I don't like space stuff. I don't like, until about five years ago when I had a humongous argument with like an astrophysicist or something, I didn't believe. <laughs> Hang on. What? Let's pull back. <laughs> Until about five years ago, when I had a massive argument with an astrophysicist, just because you say it, it in a posh voice, funny. it just sounds funny. Uh, can I not have know an astrophysicist or something? Like honestly, no, you can't. So. He had this, I had this conversation with him and until then I was one of those people who said, why would you waste money on space stuff? Yep. Like I just completely thought, no, that's ridiculous. Gravity. Gravity. Thank you. <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> well, I started with galactophonic, so at least I got closer. <laughs> anyway, he, <laughs> he convinced me yeah. that uh, it's actually worth spending money there. But, but previous to that. Because he's a, a science physicist. Wow. Astro scientist. <laughs> Listen to you. He's an astrophysicist. <laughs> He's a spaceologist. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. But until then... So he convinced you that he what he just studied for the last 20 years was worthy. Well done, Astro. No, he completely Astro did. Boy. And um, and he's right. I learned a hell of a lot what, about what, it. What, uh, what was the reason? Like, one of the planets filled with oil? No. Oh. So he convinced me on a couple of levels and did take a whole evening of like mm. just convincing me, right? So I'm not going to be able to do it to you. And also you're giving me a look as it, that's going to say, that's saying unless you, I don't know, tell me that, uh, I don't know. Moon's made of gold. Yeah, exactly. Then you're not going to win this one. So I'm actually no, not, not going to make. No, I am open to this. But the, but the points that he made were, A, that why would you not discover, why would you not want to discover a anything about where you sit in the universe. The very fact that you were born is a complete miracle. Like each of us, the fact that each of us is born is like, it is, it is, the odds are insane. Like they're crazy against you. Add to the fact that we're born in this country. Add to that, Mm. that. But also we are all born and live here and we're matter and we have brains and we can think about the way the world works and we can therefore also contemplate, well, the world, according to science, is to do with the universe. Like that's how we started. That's how things started. So learning about the nature of the universe is necessarily going to tell us about the way that the world works and therefore how we work. Like it's all connected. Mm -hmm. And the fact that – on the way to learning those things, you learn about things like gravity and then you, you Sandra know. Bullock? No, not about the movie, <laughs> but about the actual concept of gravity. Mm. And, you know, things are developed. Like, you know, all those things that NASA have developed. There's a big list of stuff that developed by NASA. Look at the upside down pen. Yeah, but there's more stuff than that that you wouldn't think of Rockets. as part of like medical science and and like real like how we live ta- what things we take for granted out of science today. Well, if you listen to CSIRO, they invented everything. <laughs> you are the <laughs> you are the most cynical like not at all. <laughs> I just think it's funny every time they, they you know the, there's a funny cut which they shouldn't be. They are very impressive. I mean, you can't. They say just wheel them out there. Oh well, if you if you keep cutting us, you're not going to have Teflon, and you know. Like, yeah, but what are they supposed to do? I know, totally. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> anyway, gravity um, and stuff like that. That they, they the science in relation to that kind of helps us in other ways. But also, he then broke down uh, how 
um, if so the things that have been discovered actually in space and what that then teaches us on a micro level about human beings it's really interesting and he then because he's this kind of nerd said here are all of the um here are all the, the here's all the money spent in on and then he broke down all the money spent on like war and all the money spent mm. on all this other stuff Stupid and he said stuff. yeah and he said it sounds expensive it is expensive but here's what we've got out of it and here's what we're learning about where we like about like cell structure and like little things that from big things and why would you not want to spend your money learning stuff like that well anyone with the half end. a brain would ask that question and just despair at the fact that we spend <laughs> you know so much you mentioned war and yeah to spend like we're we're <clears throat> on such a small planet mm. you know in such a little no, tiny corner insane, of the galaxy it? yeah and we and we're devoting most of our time yeah to fighting each other, whether it be uh, on a political level or, you know, on a straight-up physical level. Yeah. And killing each other. Yeah. And poisoning. A lot of it to do with um, what I consider to be the magic man in the sky, not necessarily based in any sort of science. Yeah. Uh, it is absolutely and utterly ridiculous, and that is why, Lauren Clark, yeah. to be here in uh, 3015. Yeah. Well, it doesn't hold much appeal because I don't think people are going to get any smarter or any more generous or any more caring or but loving. You are such a pessimist and I'm yeah, totally. not. I'm an optimist. I can't help myself because I think that when there, where there are smart people working on smart stuff and when there are... You need wealthy and smart to be in the same box. You do. And you need them to be in the, in the majority. Yeah, you do. And you need... I know. It's 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 interesting. I've in, I don't want to go into too much detail about it because I'm not I'm way too, too stupid too but mm-hmm. I've been reading about the, <laughs> thanks for your support I've been reading about the what's been happening in Greece yes. with the no vote and just the way power is distributed and the way media talks about like yesterday the Herald Sun you know put a picture of some people celebrating in Greece about the no vote um uh, in relation to anyway and yeah, uh, and on the front page it said, um, the Greek people, seemingly unaware of the predicament they are in, have voted no, you know. And uh, the way the media reports it and the way power is structured so that, you know, the, all of this happened for various different reasons, but the various different reasons were to do with powerful people making decisions without the people's involvement. Mm. And here the people have made the decision and the people are being absolutely pulled apart in the media in the way that banks weren't when they were asking for bailouts and stuff, which they all got. And, you know, it's just it's just that thing you say about the power and the smarts and everything kind of need to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Which is why even though... In America, the system is broken for so many different reasons. The kind of c- capitalism and democracy not quite <laughs> knitting together. The idea that there could be an angel investor who just goes, you know, that that kid over there's got a great idea, funds it, and it happens, and then all of a sudden we've got a new thing in the world. It's a pretty amazing thing. Anyway, I think it's a miracle that we're all here. Oh well, you're borrowing that opinion. Yes, but yeah. Sure. But you know that thing that somebody famous said? Oh, possibly, Shakespeare. No, no, actually I think it was Einstein, the other one that gets quoted all the time. Einstein. So either Shakespeare, or Einstein or Churchill, that's it. I'm pretty sure it was Einstein who said 
No, maybe it wasn't. Anyway, it was a scientist who said, I'm just worried that the cure for cancer is inside the mind of like a person in a slum. You know, a, a person who is, has no opportunity. Might have the chance to. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot, there's a world full of people and it's just a complete gamble. Cure who, for cancer. Yeah, when there is a cure for cancer. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I know just about everyone listening has been touched by cancer, right? Yep. When there is a cure for cancer, is that when you look at, uh, you know, restricting, you know, new, new, newborn babies? Restricting newborn babies. By which do you mean population control? Yeah. <laughs> restricting newborn babies. I'm trying to say you know, we're actually we're possible. actually doing that in our room. We're restricting newborn babies in a different way. <clears throat> yeah, but for not for the same reasons. But no. yeah, because there is, you know, like there is peak population. You know, that there has to come a time when we say there are too many of us standing on this ground. Mm. I'm not saying we're there yet, mm. but do you, why isn't that being thought of? Like it, the the better medicine gets, yeah, the more of us is going to well, be for been, the longer period of time. Yeah, this has always been the fear, the sci-fi kind of oh, sci-fi fear sci-fi. of the future, and it's look, there's definitely I completely and you know it's a it's a crazy question when you contemplate the fact that the distribution of wealth across the globe is so completely uneven mm. that you. Uh, you know, like, where do you start having that conversation? It's completely ridiculous. Right here at the Stupidly Small Podcast. <laughs> Why don't we talk about farts again? <laughs> Stupid. Stupot. Yes. Um, at work, I am doing something. You know how you get, sometimes you get, I don't know, sometimes I get a responsibility and I'm like, really? I've been put in charge of that? Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. And it is that I oh, – it's just little, but I have to invent somebody's job, right? Good. What's the job entail and how much do I get? <laughs> I knew you would say that. You, you'd like to be my slave, would you? Well, I virtually am anyway. I must get paid for it. <laughs> Shut up. No, it's not actually – it's uh, – so it's – a. Position in the team that I work, that I manage mm. hilariously um, at work, right? And but it's just one of those things where you write, and I, every time I do something like this, I do think, "Wow, it's hilarious that this is something that you that you're actually having an impact on someone else's universe in some way," which is writing the position description and the job ad, mm. so that you're you're picking the right person for the job. But anyway, in doing this, I had to look at other job ads. I had to look around. I had to figure out what the sort of language is and and whether or not I wanted to use it. And Mm. I find that I don't because it's all a a complete, uh, you know, mutton dressed as lamb language. Like basically it's code. It feels like – a lot of it feels like it's code. You know, a lot of it's like – So if you can't decode the code, number one, you're not even worthy of this job? No, 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 not that. So More, to keep people like me out, I don't know office. No, book. not not at all. No, it's not that. Um, although I'm sure there are. In fact, I know there are examples of that. No, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is something like you know, must have a real go getter attitude. And you're like, what do they want? Why have they put that in there? You know, like that. 
Do you but, want to work for a company that says go get her no, attitude? No, exactly. Mm. But but what is it that the, there's something that the that is beneath the surface there? I reckon it is a lot of it is code. Like things like, you know, prepared to work hard to blah 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 means you're never going to go home. Like, mm. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There are just so many little cues in so there. So you're spreading the lies. No, no, no. I was reading the lies and and deliberately. <laughs> and I believe the lies. Now look at me. No, I'm in no, space. No. no. With these two blokes that can't speak English. <laughs> no. Oh. I was reading them all and getting a sense of it. And this is the same thing I was trying to tell you yesterday about right. LinkedIn, you know. LinkedIn, everyone. Oh. It's so funny because everyone in my vintage, yes. of my vintage 40. in LinkedIn, stop saying I'm 40. Nearly. You are terrible. Uh Honestly, I'm going to start creating a picture of you that is completely unfair. Well, lady, just pick up Cosmo and uh, go pick to up, Centerfold. Pick up Cosmo. <laughs> wow. I think that's a second reference to Cosmo this week. Wow. Only two days in. Anyway, so um, what was I saying? Yeah, so yeah, on LinkedIn, everyone who's my vintage, mm. without not without fail, but almost, says... Um, with 15 years of experience or 10 years of experience in the role, blah, 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 or, you know, so-and-so is a blah with 10 years of experience. And I ca- the number of times I've read it, and now I've realised it just means I've been in the workforce yeah, <laughs> for as long as I've working. been in the workforce. <clears throat> like, yeah, it doesn't actually – I mean, it, in certain jobs it's like, okay, wow, you've done a lot of – like my lawyer friends, mm. sure, 15 years of being a lawyer is – Hell of a lot better than like I'm gonna I'm gonna want to hire you more than if you're done one year. If you, you, do you know yeah. what I mean? But it's just there are little there are little kind of ways, and it it happens in every like you say I don't know about an office, but it happens in every every form of writing. It's got it's almost satirizable mm. how the language is coded to mean certain things. You know, Lauren. What. <laughs> I listen to you speak, and I know you're a good writer. In fact, you were voted in the top 25 Australia's Funniest Women most recently. What was the name of the book? I wasn't voted. I was on the front of... What's the I name was, of the book? The book's called She's Having a Laugh. Out through a firm? And, uh, yes. I okay. have a chapter in it. Available now and well worth it. Uh, Christmas coming up, certain people's birthdays perhaps. <laughs> oh, you want it for your birthday? There you go. If I get a signed copy from one of Australia's 25 Funniest uh, Women. Ah, done. Uh, yep. There's now, your birthday present catered um, for. Yep. Um... Are you that good a writer mm. that you, mm. Lauren Clark, writer, broadcast, what else do you have in your LinkedIn profile? Uh, satirist, uh, comedian. Oh, my God. Oh my God. No? Stop. You're making me well, ill. I'm trying to lawyer. I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a satirist and I'm not a comedian with two N's and an E, which yeah. makes me want to have a big vomit in a bucket. What are oh, you getting at? Stomach problems. Well, <laughs> uh are you able to? Yes. If I provide you with a profile picture and a bit of a snapshot of me, <laughs> develop a the LinkedIn profile. Challenge. Because, uh, yeah, that would make <laughs> me sound employable. No question. Because I want to do it. I'm going to get on LinkedIn. You are hilarious. Why? I told you LinkedIn is absolutely the most sociopathic, revolting yeah, program. Yeah, and I'm going to join it because it fits me to a T if you listen to all of my former employers. <laughs> so let's go. To LinkedIn. <laughs> Completely not true. Yes. Uh, and uh, hook it up. Really? Yeah. we got to get you – first of all, we've got to get you a photo. I've got a photo. Where you look employable. Oh, we'll get a camera. And Photoshop. And Photoshop. <laughs> and we'll, no, no. We'll get a, no. I'll have a photo that I look no, employable. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. Good. Hey there. But I don't, I've got no one to pitch to. 
So you're supposed to have an angle. So you, you like you, like we say, you're a comedian, satirist. So just, if you say that word one more time, I'm going to have to punch you in the face. Professional MC. You just stop it. What? Stop it. So you're pitching to a certain market. No, no. This is what you get wrong in life, Stu Farrell. You think that everyone else has got something figured out and that everyone else has got an audience and everyone else fits into some like a – like a perfectly tailored glove over a crimson white hand. Just, mm. oh, it's just a, it's a magical You're a writer, fit. right? And is you. This, is this my, uh, my profile you've already started? <laughs> like a perfectly tailored glove over a crimson white hand. Stu Farrell will fit into your company <laughs> or at least into your gloves. Okay, look, we'll, uh, we'll, really? You really want me to do yes. this for you? Yes, I do. It's po- doable. Po- it, of course it's doable, my God. And then I have to connect. So yeah. you'll be my first person I'm going to connect with. Okay. And then I will go to Scorch. <laughs> I think you should go to Scorch. No, I no, think no. When it comes to business, <coughs> you know, I, my business before pleasure. You know what? what? Um, uh, I think you'll have no trouble connecting, um, but I do think we need to tailor it to what you uh, want to be employed to Could do. Could the podcast itself have a LinkedIn profile? Um, yeah, so we – I was going to talk to you about that because we can have <laughs> – oh, uh, we can list ourselves as like a company or something. Well, we are. We're a very important company. <laughs> Technically, we're not a company. Um, but we <laughs> – uh, Asterix. Yeah, that's right. We are not a company. <laughs> um, for tax purposes, that is not the case. Um, I think you have to earn money to – Well, yeah, tax. in order to have a company, and I, as you know, have uh, had a company for a long time, uh, the production company that I used to have, we used mm. to have – Limited You have to liability. pay company fees. Every year and they they kill you. We can do partnership. Yeah, no, well, that's a whole different kettle du poisson. Anyway, um, we'd better go. Anyway, but the point yes, is, I will, I, business. I, will uh, <laughs> I will take you up on your challenge. Yes. By tomorrow? No, I'm not saying um. buy anywhere, anytime. But if you give me a photograph, yep. I will set you up. You'd have plenty. <laughs> Um, I don't want a photograph with me in it either. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got to attach myself to, you know, one of Australia's Do you know, there is a photograph years. of you and me that we put up on. For, remember we took for our, on our first podcast and it's us with the microphones and we're just there and I've yeah, got yeah. my hands in my pockets. I nearly used that as mine. Oh, nice. But then I decided that because, yeah, you, you need to decide what we're going to call you, like what your job is. Mm. And what is well, like exactly where we're? What, All right, what we'll do that. Like. But we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Away from the. Podcast, I'm going to talk. You, I'm going to turn you into an optimist. Maybe I'll list you as optimist. Wants to live to thirty fifteen. Podcaster, optimist, and hand in glove. Hand wants to put his hand in your glove. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hum version, Lauren. Yep. Quick one today, um, uh, Q&A. Now, oh, on here's something night, I haven't heard enough about. No, I know. Television <laughs> show in Australia, for those that aren't listening in this country. Yes. Uh, or don't watch the ABC. Or on the Peruvian Andes. Hello to you. Yes. In September. Yes. <laughs> and um, over it. Don't care about it. It's now, I think it's gone 360 and its head is where its back starts now. Right, I see. And it's... Uh, Becoming very self-aware, even more than a Jew. I thought it jumped the shark quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now this little uh, incident with, what's his name? 
the uh, Prime Minister? <laughs> no, no, the, the guy oh, the Zaki thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Zaki yeah. Mallow. And then uh, the Prime Ministers <laughs> want people's heads to roll. Blah, 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 blah. Barty Joyce, not allowed to go on last Do you know what night. I love about it? Let's just stop it. I just love the following. We are still talking about it. What, how many weeks later? Two. Two weeks later. We're still talking about it on all the front pages of the newspaper mm. because we're outraged that it was given a profile. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Could it have been more, more of a hysterical reaction? Well, as a result. So, yes. You and I. Yes. Myself and yourself mm-hmm. have banned ourselves from Q&A. We are not going on Q&A. Ever. Ever. Even if they beg us. Well, they better stop begging us because uh, <laughs> I'm going to change our email address from big and stupid at stupidlybig.com. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. All right. We're Stu. not going on. We're not Q&A. going on. Good. And uh, I think more people should take that stance because now front benches aren't allowed on it. Mm, good. So, yeah, which is a great yeah. thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good. Okay, they're good. Well, so then join we've, with us. We've drawn our line in the sand. And, if, yeah, if you too would like to declare yourself You're not going on Q&A. unavailable for Q&A, yeah. that's, a, that's a good we thing. Might, we should start a, a website. Those who have declared themselves unavailable for Q&A, <laughs> we're going to have a list and then the producers are going to go there. Oh, we can't get those. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I think Another that's Another service good. provided by the stupidly oh, big, look. towering media empire. That's it. Excluding ourselves from old media since... 2014. <laughs> uh, Stu Farrell, I'll see you on New Media tomorrow. If you want to get in touch in the meantime, we're at stupidlybig.com. We are at stupidlybig on Twitter and stupidlybig on Facebook. And you can uh, get in touch by leaving a voicemail as well. On uh, the iTunes shop. Or you can, yeah, give us a rating on the iTunes shop or a review. We do love them and we've been getting a few lately that have been lovely. So thank you. You know not what you do. It really makes a difference to us. Hmm. Stu Farrell. Remember, stupidly small. Yeah. The Kings of Time Shifts Radio. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>